This is Undivorced Withable, your favorite marriage podcast, and this is episode 40. Wow, 40 episodes. Man, we made it to 40. I love big, round, even numbers. <laughs> How about that? So episode 40, man, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. And uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about some serious business. Yes. Yeah, of course, marriage is serious business, but I think since the last time an episode dropped... We've actually, you know, there's been something that's been happen- happening nationally with what I would call a pretty popular comedian losing his significant other, Miss Jackie O. Yes, so DC Young Fly um, losing his longtime um, partner and, or, yes, and child of it, or the mother of his children. Yeah, and so uh, what they, they said is she was getting a mommy makeover. Mm-hmm. And then... She got the mommy makeover, I, I guess, a day after recovery, she passed away or something like that. Like, she took a picture with the surgeon. Yes. Um, or maybe she took it right before. But it sounds like the surgery was completed, and then, boom, she's gone. Right. So, the the pressures. So, let's, let's get into that, the mm-hmm. pressure. So, she was getting a mommy makeover. Yeah. And, you know, that's, that's interesting, being a mom. And not feeling confident with your body and what it used to be mm-hmm. prior to having children. I think, I think it's a big deal. Um, I think that now people are extremely body conscious, whether it's men or women, like you, you're now even seeing, I don't, I don't know if they're called waist trainers for guys, but you know, there's compression clothing for men even right. as well. Like, because everybody is very conscious of love handles and, you know, under thighs and whatever else yeah well being on social media i mean if you are in the limelight or on camera in any type of way then first of all people gonna come for you people always gonna have something to say something Mm -hmm. negative if you don't look what people seem as perfect you know insecure people are going to point out every little flaw that you have just to make you feel bad or less than and so there's that aspect Mm -hmm. and because she was an influencer she was in the limelight yeah. and even though she was a beautiful person inside and out definitely beautiful she had person it going on. just um you know great spirit right and but for some people and not saying it was for her but i mean it could be for the audience for some people that's not enough people are still mm-hmm. going to make you feel bad if they see one bulge or are you pregnant again or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that you know and we as women we deal with that because it's interesting that you say men wear those now. We're starting to, yeah. Are starting to, but it's like for women, we've always had to have a certain look and standard to be accepted, you know. Right. Those and and the, the pressure, right? The pressures that women have mm-hmm. for beauty standards is just out of this world, where men didn't really have those pressures, or right. I feel like men still don't have those pressures. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like the men who are wearing those, or you know, they want to look a certain stuff. way, and they want to they want to look a certain way in their clothes and different things like that. But yet, and still, the societal pressures of the beauty standards are still not men don't have to adhere to them they're there i think that's one misconception though uh because it hasn't been talked about and but you know now they're they're really there so you know you want to look slim you people don't tend to respect overweight people especially men 
you're balding, you're overweight. You know, guys have been dealing with societal. So, you know, I mean, shoot, just for men exists because there's a societal pressure to look young. Uh, guys have been wearing toupees and, and all of that. I know now we call them hair pieces. You know, we fancy now. Right, right. Everything gets <laughs> but, an updated, uh, updated title. Right. But, I mean, dudes been wearing toupees and all of that stuff from the beginning. We've just gotten better at the way they get executed. But there have always been pressures, I think, on both sides. But I do think women have had more pressure right. to look younger, as you were saying, look younger, be sexy, be attractive. Like men can let themselves go, and if you're rich enough, it's okay. Exactly. A rich woman lets herself go. I'm assuming because I'm not in that circle yet. Mm-hmm. But when I get there, I'm gonna definitely ask some questions <laughs> of of the the rich and not put together about those pressures to look good, to stay young looking, to stay sexy, to to bounce well, back. Well, I mean, look at okay. Let's look at Oprah. Uh huh. Let's look at Oprah. Okay. As rich and wealthy as she is, Oprah, if you hear this, call us. Uh, get in, get in with us. Hit us in our DMs. Right, we know the Oprah of old, right? We know the Oprah of all. Yes, yes, of, indeed. Yes. yes, in how she was, but look at her now. Like when she came out with her magazine, mm-hmm. and you know she was on the front cover of her magazine, all the money, and she had already had wealth. But even she has made some changes and she has been working out in all these different things to change the Oprah of old. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, the the thing is, I think with a lot of people, there's that fluctuation there, you know, uh, Luther Vandross was one that, uh, he was one (laughs) that dealt with those pressures. You know, you hear comedians, especially back in the nineties and stuff, talk about big Luther and then skinny Luther and the differences and what all of that looked like. But, I think with Oprah in that example, you know, and I think I just read something last week about her losing more weight through Weight Watchers. So mm-hmm. she's kind of found a system where she can bounce back, but then eventually she knows she's going to let herself go a little bit. Yeah. You know, you you can only, I'm sure when you got that kind of money, avoid truffles for so long. Right. Those <laughs> truffles. <laughs> you, you eating that stuff. So um, that was a good example, Oprah, and how she tends to, bounce back and what that looks like and i wonder even for an oprah because she's never really been like a sex symbol no and i think that jackie o has had that pressure to be to resemble sex yeah um even as a mother and all of that and then you look at like megan the stallion who's really been taking her fitness and stuff like that to the next level um and i don't think it's so much about the industry for her it's just about looking and being her best mm-hmm and so I, I, I know and I assume that Miss Jackie O didn't want to leave her family, right? That was never oh, the, the goal. And so then it becomes, is surgery worth it or is it about just digging in deep and doing it the hard way and going about it, going to the gym and stuff like that? And I'm pretty sure that's hard to do when you got three little ones. Uh, they had three or four kids, right? Yes, I believe three. Yeah, you got your three little ones. I, I know she was a real estate agent as well as well as running a beauty brand. Yes. And whatever else it takes to run the household to help DC do his thing, because he's always on tour, he's doing wild and out. So, man, it's just incredible the pressures that women face. And so the easy thing to do is to go and get a mommy makeover, because it seems like it should be routine. Mm -hmm. It seems like it's something that you should be able to walk away from, but then you don't. Right. Man. 
Right. That's tough. That's hard. And the way, so, you know, we were all taken by storm or shocked of her passing and the reason for the reason for her passing and mm-hmm. everything. And not so much the reason for it, but just like such a beautiful soul. And so young. And so right. young. Right. And, and now gone and having the young children and the amazing relationship with DC Young Fly and it was just very touching because when you hear stories like this your heart automatically goes out to the the loved ones. Yes. And sure. you're just like, "Oh my gosh, what are they going to do?" And when something is even when a death is expected, it's hard. It's still hard. Yes, indeed. You know, Man. so when it's unexpected, <sighs> you're like, "Oh my gosh, you feel how robbed. are you right? How are you going to I don't want to say bounce back from this because you never bounce back from death. True. But how are you going to start over? Going to going to remain continue living mm-hmm. after something like this has happened yeah. and just hearing how he's spoken of her. Yes. And I thought one thing that was so beautiful that he had said was that they let each other know how they felt about each other. Mm-hmm. And they you know they they knew they they loved so openly and so often with each other that it's like I don't have any regrets. Right. And that was beautiful because how many couples have let little things, minor things, you know, get in the way and they're not experiencing the love for each other. Mm-hmm. They're not taking advantage of I have you. If you were with your spouse in this moment and you knew that tomorrow they weren't going to be here what, what would, would you, you do within that 24 hours yeah. to love on them and to, you know, as much as you can? And so I thought that was beautiful yeah. to hear because a lot of us don't do that. Very true. I mean, he's handled it like a trooper. Uh, I know he's even released a song and I didn't know he could sing, you know, um, but what I from the snippet that I heard, man, it sounded really good to me. And I think one thing that you you hit on that I 100% agree with is man if you had 24 hours to live I remember uh, Mace put that song out in uh, 97 off his Harlem World album and it's really a thing to think about if you had 24 hours to live what would you do where would you go who would you see yes um what what would you do literally and I like what you said you know we would do things so much different in those 24 hours if we knew it was the end and the person was healthy but they were just gonna drop. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, if you had the chance to to go shopping or to rent their 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 dream car, or to go to their favorite restaurant and just eat eat eat, reminds me of that movie Last Holiday. Yes. I, um was that what it was called with, uh, with Queen, Queen Latifah? Latifah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but man, he's really been handling this. I think better. You know, he's put on a pretty good face in public. I'm sure he's going to get back to work as soon as he's feeling it. And in these situations, you have to take that time to mourn and also not dwell on the why. I think that's. Yes. Yes. Because even the person with the strongest faith, um, which his faith was is very strong um, in this moment. Um, but even the person with the strongest faith, they still need they still need to grieve. Yes. Indeed. It's still a process that you have to go through. Big time. Um, but it's. It's just, what would you do if you, how would you love the ones, what would you do for the ones that you love? How would you love on the ones that you love, that your, that, you know, your family and everything, if, if you knew? Yeah. And unfortunately, none of us do know. 
None of us know. None of us know. Unless you're going to take matters into your own hands, yep. none of us actually know right. when when we will take our last breath. And so loving each other, just loving on each other as much as you can, mm-hmm. as often as you can, letting the things that don't matter, the little, you know, oh, he didn't put his dishes away, letting those things, you know, go. Like, <laughs> I say speak on it. Like, hey, can you can you just – but don't let those things fester and those things harbor. Don't let them turn into mold. Exactly. When yeah. there's something so much bigger because so, so many times when people pass away, then there's those, there's those regrets. Right. I wish we would have traveled together more. Yep. I wish we would have out on dates more i wish i would have you know said i love you that last time when you walked out the door Indeed. instead of fussing at you or you, you know, hear those stories all the time about phone. about people who you know had that last little blowout argument their spouse is going to work and they get into a car wreck or something crazy happens yeah and i think that and i couldn't help but wonder in this situation talking about uh, jackie o and dc young fly if like there was a conversation hey you don't have to get this surgery baby i like you the way you are mm-hmm. you know i you know we don't we'll never know and I, I don't think we should know i don't think we should be privy to those conversations but i right. just wonder um and i can't help but think back to what her pressures were you know is it knowing that dc is all of course you can't control what a person does right so i can't control you not stepping out on me you can't Whatever your reasons would be, they would be your reasons. And it wouldn't be a reflection to me. It would be a reflection of you. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if there was that need to compete, to make sure that you're the baddest. So when certain chicks are in your man's DMs because he's notable, he's famous, are you in your mind like, no, I'm going to be tight to make sure that he doesn't need to go over there and come back here? Like, I wonder, there, there's so many things that yes, you Yes, definitely. Think about. There's so many different things. Man. And so, um, you know, Jackie O gone too soon. It's really one of those things that we've been watching and paying attention to and seeing the expressions of love from D.C. And one thing that I couldn't imagine is being in his shoes, like Mm -hmm. what it would be like to lose your spouse, your significant other. You you know, I watched my mom go through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I think about how old she actually was. Um, man, she was only 41 when right. my father passed. So, like, I'm 42 now, just turned 42 this year, and I'm trying to imagine, oh, snap. Like, right. And unfortunately, that's that's all too common now. Yeah. I mean, literally, before we even sat down to do this, um, to record this, I had um, checked, went to check something on Facebook, and there's a post of a woman who lost her husband, mm. you know? Um, and it's just like, it, it's happening. I'm seeing it where couples, Spouses are passing away. Yeah. They really are. And it's just like tomorrow is not promised to any of us. Mm, And unfortunately, it's the inevitable. It unfortunately is. Unfortunately, that's the thing. It's not something that any of us are going to get away from or going to escape. Right. Eventually, we all are going to pass away. We just don't know when. Whew. That's that's so... It's it's true and it's sobering. Like that's man. It is. It's, it's a it's a sobering thought to think about how you're gonna leave here, and then not only are you gonna leave here, but then how are you gonna leave here? I remember recently. So it seemed like in the last two to three weeks, you know, with Facebook, I think you and I had this dope conversation about how we're connected to people that we don't know, 
And so when people that they love pass away and they post about it and stuff like that, we somehow feel tied into that. You know? Oh, yeah, because we were saying how it seems like so many more people are passing away. And yeah. I said, well, we have access to um, Facebook and different things where we're connected to so many people. We mm -hmm. really don't know. Yep. But then you're connected through Facebook. So you just see all these like this person passed away, this person passed yes. away. And it just seems like a lot. It does seem it seems like so much. And then. The other thing is the, to see so many people needing um, to to do the GoFundMe. Yes, yes. To bury their loved one. Yes. Like, so, you know, Jackie O, DC Young Fly were well-to-do, so I'm sure that they didn't need to raise money for a funeral or a burial. Right. Um, when my father passed away, we didn't need to raise money for a burial because we had insurance. Right. The average, you know, funeral nowadays costs about $15,000. So, you know, a lot of people are insured with their jobs, right? Right. And so they're like, oh, I'm good because I have insurance with my job and everything. But we know from 2020, mm -hmm. we know from just... Them jobs ain't promised. ...economy that jobs are not promised. Right. So having life insurance outside of your job is very important. Especially like the gig economy, folks. Like you think about the people who gig they do the right. ubers and lifts man right like, right or if you don't have the type of job where you're an entrepreneur right you know you don't have a like job us. who's going to offer you life insurance so you got to go and get it yeah. and a lot of times people don't think about it because you get going with your 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 career your you know your business or whatever it is mm -hmm. and you're like I'm going to get to that later and so many people put it off yeah. i've heard so many stories of life insurance agents you know connecting with people and talking to people and saying hey do you have life insurance no i don't but let me get this bill paid or let me go on this vacation or let me handle this first and then they go on vacation and somebody had a stroke on the airplane. Yes. Because that's very common. People have heart heart attacks and different things on vacation. I worked at the airport for 19 years and I saw some devastating quick deaths. Yes. Yeah. And, and it is, it's just a statistic that that happens. Yeah. Um, and so, like I said, none of us know when we're going to pass away. And being prepared... I was talking to someone last night, and they were like, Hold you on, know, before you go on, full disclosure. So my wife is sounding so uh, knowledgeable about sorry, this because sorry. she is uh, <laughs> a licensed uh, life insurance or insurance agent. So she definitely helps people estate plan and not leave their families out there. Right, right. Because it's more than just... <laughs> I can just, yeah, it's more than just me leaving money so that my family can bury me or have a funeral or this, that, and the other. Yeah. You know, um, so many people put it off and they think that they have time, mm -hmm. but we're required to have car insurance. Right. If you don't have car insurance and you get one, I think in most states, I don't know, at least in our state in Ohio. You got to have car insurance. If you don't have car insurance and you get pulled over, you're going to get a ticket, you're going to get fined, whatever it is. Yep. And you're required to have um, home insurance. So if something happens to your home, you know, burglarize, fire, whatever, your possessions are covered. Man, they even offer insurance at Best Buy. They'd be like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got this new TV, you want a four-year policy? How many of y'all got insurance on the my phones? Hey, look. 
y'all the way y'all be worried screens about, be cracking and be dying. Be worried about dropping it and you, your your screen cracks and now you can't see your phone or see who's calling you, different different things like that. Yeah. But people are so quick to insure possessions, but mm-hmm. you're not insuring yourself. You're not yeah. insuring that when you pass away, your spouse and your children are going to still be able to have a life and live a life after you. Yeah, because you know? it's, it's hell, like the idea that... Uh, you 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 were to pass away or I was to pass away and then just to think about that makes me shudder like you guys would get evicted or something crazy would happen and you know because I didn't do anything and unfortunately was... do you know that most women when their husbands pass away and they don't have life insurance yeah they are the ones who end up Out. homeless or broke or whatever because now they have all of these bills that have to be paid yeah. because the car the car company does not care. Well, I'm not gonna say they don't care. They don't care. But you still got that car note. They they, they gonna be like either we gonna come repossess it or you gonna pay for it. But the reason why they don't care is because they they're on their end. They're like we provide you a loan. On your end, you provide yourself life insurance to cover these things. Yeah. So yeah, they they don't care about the excuse of like why you can't pay or why you can't do it in the end. And so you know, I think that one thing that I found that people kind of make an excuse on, and I've heard this before, and I think it's hilarious. Rich people don't have life insurance. Well, it's because they're rich. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, so yeah, uh, wealthy people typically don't have, poss- pro- possibly, and I've heard and I've read, they don't have life insurance policies because their estates are planned in a way where they don't necessarily need them. But most of them have wills. So yeah. even though they may not have that, they have wills where their families are still going to be taken care of. Exactly. They set the their, money don't evaporate. Exactly. They set their, their money in their estates, in their wealth up, so that their families are still taken care of yeah. after they pass away. Yeah. That's the fact that, that's the point that people our people yeah. don't think about. They don't think about the fact that, oh, I have this nice elaborate house, but if I lose my income or my income is gone because I've passed away, my wife's not going to be able to stay in this house yeah, because so it takes to. both of our income to keep it. You know, our kids are in all of these activities that cost a lot of money. We're used to traveling. We're used to doing all these things because mm-hmm. we have two incomes. Well, I still want my children to be able to travel even though I'm gone. I still yeah. want them to be able to stay in those sports. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about covering a funeral expense, but it's about taking care of life after, after yeah. and the legacy that you leave. Because I feel like divorce and death, those are the two killers, you know, of people's financial. You know, you're married, you got that two-income two situation, you get a divorce. Now, you know, especially if it's not amicable. And typically divorce isn't good. You know, you're not going to still pull your resources together. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and if, some people, some if there's any couples together. that do, I think that's dope. Like people who do d- divorce, but they respect each other enough to still work together to make sure both people are straight. That's dope. But for those who don't, it's like, nah, you you left me. You take care. I'm just going to focus on my kids. Or if you didn't have kids, have a nice life and I'm going to have a nice life. But, man, between divorce and death, yeah, those things can be shocking and they can be, you know, crazy, man. So I think that it's so hard for life is hard, right? Life is life is tough. Definitely. You have to figure out how you're going to live. But then you also have to figure out how you're going to leave here. And most of us don't want to think about that. Like, we just don't. Right. There's, there's not something that we want to talk about. It's not something we want to think about. It's not something that we even want to entertain 
because you know in this world of manifestation even acting like you're thinking about death means you're gonna manifest your your untimely demise you know there's so many weird thoughts out there but i think that one thing that we've learned from watching dc and jackie oh um and and let me let me also say this i'm not gonna front like i knew their life i knew they met from mm-hmm. wild and out mm-hmm. and i knew that they began building a life together but I wasn't watching them or following them on socials or anything like that. I'm not uh, necessarily uh, uh, in the know about Jackie, but I am a fan of DC Young Fly and the 85 South crew. I listen to their podcasts and stuff like that. I will say this. It's amazing what you can handle and what you can't. And the one thing that makes anything easier is having the resources Yes. to deal with the aftermath. Yes. I think that I don't, you know, having the resources available to deal with the aftermath is what what matters. So if you love your spouse, let them have the resources to deal with the aftermath. Exactly. That's 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 a beautiful way to put it. And then also, you know, just the fact that you have the ability to build a legacy Mm -hmm. for your family, for Mm -hmm. your children, because you've left them with something instead of leaving them in a hole. Yeah. Exactly, because it's expensive to raise kids. I think it's over, to raise a kid from birth to 18 right now, I think it's over $300,000. It is. It is. It is high. If you leave your spouse and you have young children, they still got all that money to to raise them. And just think how that, and and the fact is, it doesn't, it's not as expensive. You know, you think about a person who spends $10, $5 a day on a cup of coffee. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That could be that could, that's the cost. They you can know, they can take care of their in family. In a month's time of taking care of your family. And so so much can be done with it. There is I'll say this and this one last thing. There is this lady who started a business and she was able to start her business. She was in school going for her masters. Mm-hmm. But she started a business um after her mother passed away, her mother left her a nice nest egg. Yes. And her business has now become a million-dollar company. And global. And she's still going after her masters. Right. Yeah. She wouldn't have been able to do that. Yep. She wouldn't have been able to do that before. No. And so that's that's the way you leave a legacy and then you teach your, your, your people coming behind you what to do with it. And, exactly. you know. Exactly. So we could go on and on about this. I'll leave it like this, though. Uh, the Rockefellers are, are a family who uh, has had wealth for a very long time, but they also educate everyone coming behind them from generation to generation on what to do with their philanthropy and how to keep their wealth going. Yes. And so there has to be education there um, because don't forget what I said. It costs over $300,000 to raise a kid right now from age zero to 18, all right? So that means you should go ahead and subtract that from your your net worth mm-hmm. times however many children you might be having. And for the next episode, why you shouldn't have children. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, my gosh. So we're going to end it on that note, man. Uh, you know, gone too soon to Jackie O. We're praying for a DC Young Fly. Uh, we're praying that in the, babies. in the babies, the kids especially. And we're praying for you that you guys uh, listen to us Take a moment to um, make sure you plan your estate because tomorrow's not promised. And I'm going to shamelessly plug my wife. If, indeed, if you feel like you do want to work on some stuff and you want to get your insurance and get that popping and stuff like that, hit my wife up. 
Yep. She might be able to help you. You can actually DM us through uh, at Undivorced Withable and just put in there uh, insurance and we'll follow up. So we'll have a conversation. Well, she will because <laughs> I'm not licensed. All right. So <laughs> that is the episode. Join us next week. We'll uh, talk about probably something that has to do with parenting and how expensive kids can be. Oh, my gosh. Yes, they are. We'll see. All they say is I want. Yeah. You'll find out next week. Join us for episode number 41. Thanks for tuning in. Undivorced Withable, episode 40, and we are gone.